Welcome to Drunk on Social, the symposium, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Drunk on Social, the symposium, episode number nine. We are back, and once again, man, dude, we've got some, we've got more topics than we have time to talk about. It's amazing how just over a week's time, and not in this case, from recording to recording, it's less than a week, mm-hmm. and there's so much freaking news. Let's get into it, but first, let me remind you why you're here. This is the Symposium Drunk on Social podcast, where we are bringing you the latest news, trends, strategies on social media, all things social media, so that you can stay ahead and uh, you know continue to elevate your business. Because as Tristan and I can attest, if you take this serious, it can change your life. Dude, Tristan. tell me about it. All right. Where are we going to start, bro? Let's get into it. I want to start with Spotify because Spotify is a big deal, bro. Just nobody, nobody really looks at Spotify and says, well, I'm going to use Spotify today to grow my business. (laughs) Yep. I think some people are thinking Spotify. What is that? Remind me. Well, Spotify is that, that music app that you pay for to play unlimited music or to listen to podcasts. In this case, podcasts. Hey, by the way, Jeff, I've been testing out Spotify ads for my real estate business out here in Los Angeles and Ventura County. We started last week. I'll let you know it's too early to tell. But it's kind of like radio, the old radio ads, right? So, but look, Spotify just became best friends with Facebook. And they said, hey, guys, you guys want to go steady for a little bit? And they're like, yeah, let's let's do it. And so now... The Spotify podcasts will natively play into your Facebook feed if you post a podcast. So let's say, Jeff, you post the this podcast, a symposium, into your Facebook feed. Well, instead of clicking on it and it taking you away from Facebook into Spotify, it plays directly on there. That's important. That is, man. I mean, who you don't usually want to leave Facebook or leave Instagram or leave wherever to have to go somewhere else. That was brilliant. I don't think, I, I don't know if it's as important for the user that the user cares as much as the platform cares, which means that platforms like Facebook are going to allow your posts to be seen more. They're going to put it in front of more people. Why? Because you're keeping the user on their platform. Remember what we always tell you, if you post a YouTube link on your Facebook post, it's probably going to be suppressed because Facebook doesn't want to drive the user off of its platform. This applies to all platforms. This is huge. If you're running a podcast, make sure you're using Spotify because this is only going to help elevate your post and get it more engagement, I imagine. Yeah, well, dude, the, I mean, to go on top of that, because look, it all comes from that competition from TikTok, music right? The integration, people are on there to listen in. Well, Facebook wants to take it another level. And they also announced that they're going to create their own in-app podcast player separate from Spotify, right? So they're testing everything. I feel like Facebook tests absolutely everything. They're like, hey, that looks good. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. 
hey, let's let's make burgers now. I'm like, damn, dude, that's that's a lot of things they're testing out. Anything's possible. I love that. All right, let's go into what Facebook is doing next since we're on Facebook. Okay. They they're deciding to add a feature for newsletters. And they're starting with specific journalists, minority journalists, so Hispanic, Asian, and they're going for those journalists that are covering topics that have to do around uh, those minorities. And what they want to do is open it up more so that it's more of a diverse news that people are getting. And they're going to be, in some cases, going to be paid and in other cases are going to be opening them up to every connection that they have in the newsletter media world. So now somebody like you, Jeff, let's say we go to you and Facebook says, hey, Jeff, you've got this great newsletter, great, good following, and you, you seem to cover uh, some awesome topics. Well, we're going to give you our platform so that you can grow your newsletter there. People can subscribe to your newsletter. People can pay to, to read your newsletter. And you can grow your following based on the influence that you have from that newsletter. So they're testing it out. I don't know if you remember way back, Jeff, when Facebook had the whole blog option. They may still, but I don't see it anywhere. They were trying to copy the whole LinkedIn thing. And LinkedIn does very well with blogs, by the way. You remember that or no? I do not. Oh, dude. Yeah, they totally had that option. I, I wrote one blog and I was like, this is not cool. And I stopped. <laughs> I feel like video came in so fast. It made blogging a, you know, a thing of the past. But I agree with you. I, I believe that blogging, captioning, writing is all coming back. Yeah, it is. It is. And I think because people are, are getting so bombarded by all of this information video music this just keeps on coming at us all of the notifications that people are saying hey you know what i want to take a step back i just want to read something really quick and just go into this that i'm looking at and not be distracted by anything else so it's a, it's an opportunity man definitely an opportunity and look we brought up linkedin Hey, by the way, is that, will that have SEO potential? Because it really blogging for anybody who understands it blogging, does. it's all about SEO. It will, it will. And it still does. I mean, look at what you and I have done with Drunk on Social. You type in certain phrases on Google and Drunk on Social pops up on the first page of Google in some cases, which is nuts, right? Mm -hmm. You don't get that with Instagram or TikTok or anything else. So yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, LinkedIn. LinkedIn continues to see record engagement with overall sessions up 29%. That's, that's all I remember. They're owned by Microsoft. So they love the fact that, well, first they bought her back in 2016, but they love the fact that they have a lot of professionals in this world. And that keeps on growing. That's important, man. I don't think people, people fully appreciate how powerful LinkedIn is because that's where everybody who currently has a job or is in the job world, professional world, hangs out and posts. And that's, that's a lot of people. I think there are like 700 plus million, if I remember. And that's a ton. What do you think on that, man? You know, LinkedIn is, is underrated. Um, 
I think if anybody's going to take take LinkedIn seriously, though, they need to understand how to use the platform because otherwise you'll quickly become annoyed with it because it tends to be a place where recruiters hang out and target you. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's uh, to me, it's the, it's a platform where if you follow the the strategies like the LCM strategy, um, you know, the strategies where you intentionally engage, LinkedIn is just as powerful as doing that same 10 touch, 20 touch LCM strategy uh, as any other platform. Uh, you just got to know how to use it. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. I remember the announcement that they made. I don't even know how many podcasts ago when we brought it up. They were changing the way that the, the look has when it comes to your individual profile, where you can swipe it up or swipe it down for the video. The live video shows up at the top. It's more interactive, kind of shows a little bit more like uh, Facebook slash Instagram feel. Mm -hmm. And I like that because now they're focusing more on video and then they're adding the clubhouse like audio. They're... Um, they're testing out things too. I don't think, I think this, this round, social media platforms, I'm like, you know what? We're not going to be left behind by Clubhouse. We're not going to be pushed around by the TikToks. We're going to do everything that they're doing and look at things a little more seriously and test them out. I love that. Yeah, agreed. I love that. All right, next, YouTube. And I know you and I heard about this first through our friend, Ken Posick, mm -hmm. where he mentioned that YouTube has insane growth right now. And they just reported a 49% jump in ad revenue. That, that's massive. Yeah. What happened? Like, did people finally decide to use YouTube? Say, hey, fine, we're gonna, we're gonna use it as a, as a place to advertise? I know I did, I was one of those. So this was a bit of a surprise. I was like, oh, everybody was doing it at the same time I was? That's crazy. Evidently. <laughs> Oh, it was nuts, man. And that's that's according to a year from quarter one, 2020 to 2021. So massive, massive jump. And you know what? That is that's six billion in revenue. Net Netflix-ish is the way that they described it. Ooh, I bet you Netflix is a little scared, man. Because it, it's and they, yeah, they're right in the same place in terms of 2021 revenue. Yeah. And that's, that's their main competition because I always go back to those stats that we have all the time. Number one most visited website, Google, 90, 90, what, 192, 94, I forgot the number, 92 billion monthly visitors. Number two is YouTube. It's not Netflix, it's YouTube with 35 monthly, 35 billion monthly visitors. That's a lot, man. And I think this is where this is where we need to really rethink our strategy when it comes to any business. Solopreneur, entrepreneur, are you on YouTube? Are you shooting video that connects with people, that shows what you do for a living, maybe brings them into your world so that you can connect with them? Mm. I don't think we do it enough, man. I can tell you right now, I know I don't do it enough. No. So it's well, and again, you know, it goes back to video. Here's some interesting stats from that article is that they said YouTube, YouTube users watch 1 billion hours of video per day, comparing to Netflix viewers watch a measly 400 million. Uh, that's a big difference. 1 billion to 400 million. Uh, then they, they talk about how Netflix's uh, growth is actually expected to slow 
uh, in Q1 of this year from Q1 to Q2, which is interesting, uh, while YouTube continues to to go up. So it's uh, not that... not that this, not that Netflix is necessarily relevant to our audience because it's not. It's not a place where you're going to go grow your brand. But the point is, that's how powerful YouTube is, and that's why if you're not creating content that you can be posting to YouTube and creating a presence on YouTube, you are going to be behind. Dude, I mean, Google is YouTube. YouTube is Google, right? They're not going to stop growing. You know so- when the first YouTube video was? Let me get, hold on, hold on. Let me just give me the year to guess the year. Um, 2004. I don't know. 2005. Close. Oh, damn. It was an 18 second clip of co-founder Jawid Kareem talking about elephant trunks at the San Diego zoo. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And it says fast forward to today. And there's a nine-year-old YouTube creator making $30 million a year for toy reviews, which, you know, we all know about him. Yeah. I think I, I, Missed that calling. <laughs> oh man, I tell you what, they were ahead I'm of telling their time. You, I have toys in my background, Jeff. Dude, I not, just... it, it's 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 one of those things though. It's like now everybody's chasing that. You you hear I hear it all the time from my my friends. You know, we're the same age, and you know, we have kids that are our friends all have kids the same in the same genres. And they're like, and I think your I think your son's doing something, right? Maybe it's TikTok, but uh, I hear it all the time. Yeah, my my kid's gonna start a YouTube channel doing something, and it's like that's cool. I great. I'm happy for you. I applaud you, but I'm thinking to myself, you're not going to, to, to make 30 million. I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't going to happen. You're too late to the game, but you know what? Go have fun with it. There's still opportunity though. Oh oh, yeah. You just have to do it right. Yep. And it has to be your full-time gig. None of this, none of this half-assing thing. Yep. You you can't half-ass this dude. Well define full-time for those interested with kids. Full-time is knowing that when you're doing this, you're going to go all in for the time you're putting into it. That's what I mean full time. So if you've given yourself two hours a day, that's all you're going to be doing. And you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe it's going to be like you're prepared, you show up, you've got a plan, you've got an outline and you execute and you take it seriously so that you show up consistently. How many videos per week? I would say for YouTube, you don't need more than, you don't need more than one, but dude, look at Mark Robert. He's a, what is that? A rocket scientist out of JPL here, originally in Pasadena. He does one video a month. Just look him up and the video count is like in the millions every time because he's so unique. So the approach, he takes this very seriously and he has a lot of fun with it. Look at dude, the guy's awesome. And by the way, if you haven't heard of him. What's his name? Say it again. Hold on. Let me Google it so I can have his correct. And we'll put this in the show notes too. So make sure you uh, go check that out. His name is Mark Rober or Mark Robert, M-A-R-K Mark. And then Rober is O-R-O-B-E-R. So he was, he's an American YouTuber. That's what comes up first, but he's an engineer and inventor. And his videos, just because he worked for NASA's Jet Proportion Laboratory out in Pasadena, he, he's an actual rocket scientist. So, But the experiments he does are so funny. Like one that he did, just to sidetrack here, he knew that people were stealing boxes from his front door and nationwide people steal boxes that come in from Amazon. Mm-hmm. 
So he created a fake box. Oh, it's that guy that has like the the, the stuff that pops That's out. It. That's Mark Rober. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that. I can see I can see that, and the reason why I say that is because anybody listening who's thinking, "Oh, cool, I can do the same thing by doing one video a month." Um, if you can do what Mark can do, sure. But I don't think you can do what Mark can do. <laughs> so, in, I, I mean, my opinion would be at least once a week, once one or two, one or Agreed. two videos a week, if you really want to take YouTube serious. Agreed. And and, yeah. and and remember though, you can have multiple playlists on your YouTube channel. So you can have one playlist that's very specific to real estate. You can have one playlist that's very specific to your hobbies. You can have one playlist that's vlogging. You know, you could do you could do a variety of playlists. Dude, it's got you just have to do it all in. This guy, Mark, has only 96 videos and and almost 19 million followers. Crazy. He's probably making a pretty good little side income. So there you go. Anyway, just wanted to bring that. All right, last thing here, and we'll call it a day. Uh, I've got a I couple. Gonna... I had a couple last minute things to throw in. Oh there. shoot! Go ahead. You well, go you ahead. Go. You go, go with your last. All right, I've got Twitter. I was going to bring up Instagram, but not, I'll do Instagram. not yet. Not okay. yet. Uh, I think Twitter. They have this new button called Super Follower coming up instead of just a regular follower. So let's say I'm a fan of yours, Jeff. I would pay to become a super follower. Hmm. And that means I'm going to get, it's like $4.99 a month. But that means I get other things that come along with it. I don't know what those are, but I can tell you that everyone is understanding now the importance of what YouTube did from the very beginning. Well, not the very, very beginning, but they're the ones who set that trend. They pay their creators really well. YouTube right? or Twitter does? YouTube, YouTube. YouTube, yeah, 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 yeah. And now Twitter's like, well, damn, we need we need our creators to stay on here and get paid for it. So let's create this super follower button. I don't know if it's going to work, but I got everything wrong, so I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of people that are diehard Twitter, Twitterers, tweeters, but, but I don't know how many people are really making money from it. No. I will say this, Twitter has risen to 199 million daily actives and, mm -hmm. and posts are 28% up year over year in, in Q1 so, um, of 2021. So that's, it's, it's telling, it, it means people want to be there and remember where people are is where you want to be. So uh, it's, it's I, I don't know, I, we, don't, we can't tell you what to do with it uh, other than maybe create a presence. But yeah, just look, if you're a Twitter or a tweeter, I don't know what it's called, but do it, do more of it. And, and, and I know what, what we're doing too. And D rock has coached us on this is just simply, I just simply share, if I have a profound thought or just anything random, I'll literally type it up, put it on Twitter. Then I'll go take a snip of it and use that as a story for Facebook and Instagram. So I'm taking it, creating a tweet for whatever, you know, just because then taking the, the snip of the tweet, which is a very clean look instead of having to go to Canva and create something and then creating a story with it. So it does have a use. I'm using it. Um, I think that's interesting. The, the last thing I wanted to bring up too was because we don't talk about it enough is, is Pinterest is in the news uh, talking about it uh, really ramping up uh, the, the search functionality. A lot of people are turning to mm -hmm. Pinterest now searching for things like uh, dream vacation destinations and, and things like oh. that, or uh, searching for, obviously everybody knows it as you're going there to search for recipes or home organization or things like that. 
uh, but it's it's expanding and they're seeing an uptick in searches for things like vacationing uh, and, and, and so and when whatnot. But the point is, mm-hmm. and, and you know this, Pinterest, uh, you know, our good friend Howard Tager has been talking about it for a few years now, saying it's going to be relevant. Um, and so just keep your eye on the prize. Just keep keep it, keep it, keep it in on your radar. Uh, because at some point in time, when when smart people like Howard say something like that, it makes me believe that it's going to be relevant. And and Pinterest already has a massive loyal following. So, you know, if and when uh, it, there's a shift and people start searching for real estate on Pinterest, damn it, I'm going to be there. I I use it to find Star Wars helmets and collect those. Yeah, so you're there. I have never t- t- took step foot in Pinterest, I don't think. <laughs> All right. That's all I got. That's all you got. Yes. Episode nine in the books. We'll see you guys next week for episode number 10. Thank you, my friend. And let's go grow our social media presence. Yep. YouTube. 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 TikTok. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Drunk on Social, the symposium. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated.